What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I don't know if I trust any Chris that spells it with a K. And Eric Fry. Shut up. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Happy St. Patty's Day out there to you, everybody. And, man, how lucky are we that St. Patrick's Day falls on a Friday. And how lucky are we that it falls on a NCAA Tournament Day as well. It is March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, 2023. We're here in the studios of 98.9 of the game and Jack FM Studios. And we got our green on. We're ready. We're not going to get pinched. Nobody's pinching us here today as uh, we got our very festive festive in here for today's show. Shop Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you here on the starting lineup. And uh, coming up, we're going to get to the NCAA tournament, all the action that happened yesterday, all the upsets, the brackets maybe being tossed out the window. Hey, don't feel bad. Jay Billis, he picked Arizona as his national champion. What is he going to do? It's busted already. <sighs> and a couple of other upsets as well. And also a team in orange played yesterday as well. At least I think they did. Syracuse? <laughs> no. Unless they were in the AIT. I did see Coach Beheim talking to somebody in an interview somewhere. I can't remember where that was. Huh. But uh, not in the NCAA tournament, and I doubt in the NIT either. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll talk about the the Illinois game against Arkansas and uh, get through it and close out this just frustrating uh, season. And we'll also hit up on some other national sports as well. NBA, NHL, get you set for the weekend action and we'll get set for the weekend action in the world of baseball classic as already early this morning. Japan on to uh, the uh, semifinals there as uh, they're coming into America. And uh, we'll talk about that in the game that's happening uh, this evening in the uh, quarterfinals in uh, USA uh, tomorrow. And we'll also uh, coming up, we'll get to some NASCAR as well. And we got to get to our NASCAR Pick'em game as well. And whatever we don't get to here in the Trust Hour, we'll squeeze into the podcast in some sort of fashion. Of course, you find that podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, our website, evamradio.com. Just click on our local sports tab 
over there. And uh, hopefully you're following along there with uh, your brackets. Hopefully your brackets haven't been busted in our 98.9 The Game Pool. As I know mine took some red hits yesterday but haven't been completely sunk just yet but mm-hmm. we'll see how today's action uh works out and we'll get to today's action uh here in a little bit as well all right so let's get it going and let's get it started off here on this saint patty's day and let's kick start it with first things first before we get into the show First things first. And that's what we're starting off with here. We're starting off with Illinois and Arkansas from yesterday. And uh, finally, good riddance to this season as uh, Arkansas picks up the win by 10 points over the Fighting Illini. And same old, same old story for Illinois as uh, they come out. Man, uh, it was like single digits at one point there in the second half. Of course, it would be in the second half. Illinois got off to score the first two points of the game, and then Arkansas took control from there. They led by 10 at the half, and it got cut down to single digits. I think it was like 6, 5, 4, something like that. And uh, Arkansas ended up pulling away again, and uh, they ended up winning by 10 here, ending the frustrating Fighting Illini season. Yeah. I, I, w- what are we going to say, Travis, that we haven't already said? It's true. Same issues we've dealt with all season long. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Nothing has advanced. <clears throat> Nothing has gotten better. Mm-hmm. It's just so frustrating. Yep. As uh, 17 turnovers also was uh, one thing that has been us all season long, and it showed up yesterday as well. 17 uh, total turnovers and uh, some of the live ball turnovers as well were pretty egregious uh, there. And, of course, no one on this show has defended the uh, fighting line yep. any more they than do. I have. But just like a jilted lover who just takes back a person that mm-hmm. keeps doing harm to them, oh, they'll change It'll be different this time around. Nope. And then maybe they'll buy me flowers or, you know, they'll buy me a nice shiny watch or something. And it'll be okay for now. And then they just keep doing and breaking my heart all over again. Six of 22 from three, Travis. Yeah. So much for that uh, going and a point of emphasis of going to the paint. Yeah. Well, I mean, overall 20 of 52 from the field. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. It was a bad day. It was, it was, and, and again, I would use that excuse. I, I'll, I'll say it. Arizona had a bad day. Yeah. They played their worst game all season when it mattered most. Yeah, it's This true. is the norm for Illinois. You can't it's say true. it's a bad day when it's happened so many times throughout yeah. the year. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I can't defend this team anymore. Missouri. And good riddance. Northwestern. <laughs> like, Purdue, we were in it, and then our own mistakes did us in. Like, yeah. We can stop beating ourselves. Right. Yeah. And 
That's kind of what uh, Coleman Hawkins said uh, after the game, and he was kind of brutally honest. We'll get to some more comments that he oh, said after wait. the game, but uh, you know, he was like, you know, we turned it all, we turned it over all season long, mm-hmm. and it's the same mistakes over and over, mm-hmm. and we never seem to correct ourselves, and mm-hmm. we're never held accountable, or ne- we never hold ourselves accountable, and uh, the same things and the same mistakes keep happening. And yep. I think yeah, I can't remember if it was Terrence Shannon Jr. or if it was R.J. or Coleman Hawkins, who was like, well, you know, uh, the coach had a game plan and the assistants were telling us what was going to happen and then it ended up happening and uh, just none of the players listened or anything like that. And so they thought was very telling about uh, RJ's honesty there. I know one of his things was like, well, you know, we weren't, we didn't listen to coach enough and we didn't uh, do what he was telling us to do and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. It was just the uh, same old, same old story mm-hmm. here for uh, for Illinois. Yeah, and uh, it comes to a close. You know, despite the twenty win season, uh, it's over again in the first round. As don't even we get into the tournament and don't even win a game. We probably shouldn't even have won last year's opening round game. We only won by one over Chattanooga. We kind of escaped on that one. I think it was Coleman Hawkins who had a big block in that game Mm -hmm. and uh, man thank goodness for rj melendez i gotta give him uh, his flowers here today i've been dogging him all season long the fan base has been dogging him all season long but uh he really kind of was the spark for us in that little comeback that we had he did have 10 points he made two threes my goodness two of the six threes made was of rj and we know how much he struggled there as of late speaking of struggling ah matthew meyer Struggles at the absolute worst time, and at one point he was like one for twenty. I don't know what end up what he ended up being, but he was zero for five yesterday, and he ended up getting to sit on the bench and pretty much watch for an, uh, about the second half of the second half there, and he just went cold from beyond the arc at the absolute worst time. Yep, and that's your big guy. One of the big guys, yeah. That's your. Big, oh, but we worked the transfer portal. We got him. And the most notable thing that you're going to remember about him from this whole season is he drank too much Monster, and he came up short for you when it mattered most. Yeah. Thanks for being a leader. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, you know, it worked out at least with uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, I think he definitely showed out and was the player that we all thought he was going to be led the team 20 points yesterday, and he was 10 for 13 from the free throw line. But uh, not a great game from Mr. Coleman Hawkins, and he had 10 points yesterday. He had six turnovers in the game, six of the 17, and some of them were just bad passes and whatnot. And he was very brutally honest after the game. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I – picked up on in some of his post-game comments. You know, it was Terrence Shane Jr. and RJ were at the podium with Coach Underwood after the game, but uh, reporters caught up with Coleman in the uh, locker room, and he was like, you know, we had a disconnect from the culture that we've had the past few years with Trent and uh, DeMonte here, and I was like, okay, there's been a disconnect. Mm -hmm. You've been around those two guys. Mm -hmm. You know the culture. You know what this – Coach Underwood team stands for, mm-hmm. and why didn't you change it? You were in the locker room. You saw the disconnect that the locker room had and that they didn't play together, that they didn't play with the culture that we've established over the last several years. You were there. Why didn't you say anything, and why are you saying it now? I appreciate your honesty, but you should have said something before, and 
I mean, he did say that I tried to lead in a different way, and obviously it didn't work out. Obviously. But, I mean, c- come on. Like, you said that none of us are were held accountable for our mistakes. You got to hold yourselves accountable so you don't keep doing the same mistakes over and over. But, obviously, they didn't. And uh, we'll see where Illinois goes from here. Yep. We'll see where Illinois goes from here, Travis. Uh, right out the door. <laughs> As they uh, turn the page to uh, next season. And, uh, man, man, oh, man, this was very, very petty uh, to do. That after the loss, I think it was last week, I don't even think we brought it up on mm-hmm. the show at all, but uh, Sky Clark entered the transfer portal. Yep. And then five minutes, yep. yes, the confetti hadn't even stopped falling from the Arkansas win. The other teams that were playing uh, the game after us, they were warming up, and Sky Clark hit send on the tweet that he's uh, officially transferred to Louisville. Yep. Not even five minutes after the game. If you don't think that was intentional. Oh, it was 100% intentional. You're, you're crazy. Now, Travis, I'm, I'm going to bring up something that we didn't even talk about pre-show meeting. No. But it's something that I I have been feeling. And I, I may get some hate for this. Okay. And that's fine. Brad Underwood is not a good coach. Yes, he is. No. In Illinois, 114-79 and 79 record, Travis. John Gross, which a lot of us would say was the worst era of Illinois basketball that we have seen in our lifetime. Oh, in our lifetime, for sure. 95 and 75 in his four five years. Coach Underwood's been at Illinois for six, so he's got an extra year to get extra wins. Coach Underwood has two NCAA tournament wins. John Gross has one as an Illini coach. Neither one has ever made it past the second, yeah. the first weekend. Yeah, that, that's totally fair of the of the shortcomings in March. I can't argue that, but I look back to, you know, the overall record. Overall record, yes. He has but more wins. But four. what, what the matters? last four years. What matters? I know. I know. But, you know, I was just thinking about that of, you know, I always like to have things in perspective of, you know, I – keep reminding people mm-hmm. of the gross era of it could be worse and whatnot you know yeah we're disappointed in a 21 season and another short coming in march and whatnot but it could be worse we could not make the tournament there was an eight-year stretch from 2013 right. to 2020 yes. 2021 that we didn't make the tournament yes at all and we were stuck in the nit and i went back all the way back to uh lou henson and mm-hmm. the flying illini they had a drought from that flying illini cha- or final four team it was like, I want to say 11 or 12 years until we made the Elite Eight again in like 2001 or something. So they went through a drought as well. We're obviously with a drought as well from that 2005 team mm-hmm. that made it. Mm-hmm. We haven't made it past technically the s- second round or the Sweet Six. We haven't made right. it the Sweet, the Sweet 16, 16 since we went to the championship in 2005. Yep. yep. So that was like, what, 18 years ago or yes, something? Yes, it is. So, but the flying line I went through a drought after they after – they, uh, went to went there, and Henson was still around after that. He retired in 96. Yes, I'm not saying that Coach Underwood's getting fired. That's not yeah. what I'm implying. Not after this season, but, I mean, how many more seasons can we come up short in March? And that is my thing. And that is, as a fan base, are we happy making the tournament? You just said it could be worse. Is that the limit now? And I think back to my own fandom of the Cubs. Yeah. Where their first streak, making the playoffs and just getting there wasn't good enough. Yeah. If you're an Illinois I mean, fan, 
with the past four years of teams that we've seen, mm. is just making the tournament good enough. No, it is yeah. not. And I go back to, I think it's much harder in college than in the pros. And I think, without a doubt, the players make a team. Yeah. You cannot say that, yes, we've had a good four-year stretch. How much of that do you put on Io and Kofi being there? A whole bot. A, a whole lot. A whole yeah. lot. We saw this year when Coach Underwood did not have that star player to lean on, how did this Illini team look? Not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The players in college, I think, make it more than the coach. Look at Syracuse when they won their championship. It was because of Carmelo Anthony. He left. Syracuse never got back there. Yeah. Under Coach Beheim. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone's saying Coach Beheim's a bad coach. No. Definitely not. It's the players you have. That's why you see the Blue Bloods continually get back there because they can recruit the best players in the country to come there. Illinois still cannot get the good enough players to compete in March. Period. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue coming up short always in March, but, you know, we did get Sky Clark. He was a five-star, but obviously that didn't work out, so – Yes, and it didn't work out for very odd of reasons. And this team has turned, like we said multiple times throughout the season, has Coach Underwood lost this team? Yeah, clearly he did. It makes me just concerned that he just can't get it done. Remember, he's only been a coach for four years, a head coach. Three years at Stephen F. Austin, one year at Oklahoma State. Mm. That's it. That's it, huh? Before he came to Illinois. Hmm. He hasn't dealt with a whole bunch of adversity. Yeah. In his three years of Stephen F. Austin, he made the NCAA tournament every year. Made the NCAA tournament at Oklahoma State. Yeah. Had two pretty rough years at Illinois when he first got there. Yeah, they were. Then he found Io, and he found Kofi, and he got the maturity of Trent Frazier being there, and DeMonte, and... It clicked, and it was magical, and we're not saying that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. But how much of that do you put on Coach Underwood? Yeah. I don't put a whole lot of it on Coach Underwood because we know, A, he wasn't the one recruiting those guys. Yeah. It was other people who I've argued for a year. It's going to impact the Illini, and people say, oh, you're crazy. Ah, It's just recruiting. It doesn't matter. This is what I'm talking about. Coach Underwood didn't bring those guys in. They were brought in by other people who aren't there anymore. No. No, but Coach Alexander and Coach Fraser are, are trying. So I'm not saying they're I'm not just... trying, but it's not working. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not working when it matters most. If you look at the roster uh, currently or right now, you know, you never know what happens with uh, the portal. That's what we're going to use. That's what the college landscape is. And uh, that also goes the other way of who Mm -hmm. would possibly leave or who would – I don't – like Coleman Hawkins, he's only a junior, so he has the option to either come back for another year or – to a transfer or go to the draft. I could see him going to the draft market and then I can see him transferring anywhere or I think I would right now after his post game comments, I think he wants to come back and be a leader of the team and try to write the ship yeah. and whatnot. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Here's the problem. And you said that's how we're going to get better through the transfer portal. That's just what the college landscape it is. is but as Coleman Hawkins said, you lose that culture. You lose that. Like you said, you know, maybe you don't find the five stars. Maybe you don't find, like, the talent, like, 
Matthew Meyer and Tanshana Jr. were the two best yes. transfer players out yes. there, and we got them. So, okay, don't go for the best. Just go for the best fit that fit your culture and whatnot. Don't look for the best players out there. Put the best players there that's going to help you succeed with what you want to do. I think the focus should be on recruiting and bringing in freshmen and you restart. And also we need to bring in some shooters. You need to re you need point to, guards. You need to restart with a group of kids that are going to be there for a year or two together. Yeah. Because that's what it that's what it's going to take. And then you can bring in those five star transfers if you can. Mm-hmm. To be the cherry on top. Yeah. But right now we're trying to build a two level house without having the basement fixed. Yeah. It's true. There are cracks in the foundation. As, as the old saying goes, we're trying to put <laughs> lipstick on a pig, Travis. It's still uh, a pig. Yeah, it's true. Uh, to me, this Illini team and, and the Illini culture, the fans all the way up to the administration, need to look at what are the goals and what are we happy with. Yeah. And I go, I go to your Cardinals, Travis. If we're yeah. happy saying we're Big Ten regular season and tournament champs, then by golly, that's our goal every year. And we'll just wipe off March, and it won't matter. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay that we've started to start to build that, but now, anymore? No. It's not good enough anymore. I don't think so. No. It's been too long since we reached the Sweet 16. I'm going to say this, Travis. If the first weekend of the tournament next year – we are talking about an Illini exit or the Illini not being there. But specifically an Illini exit. Coach Underwood's seat is going to get hot. hot. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm saying it's warm now. For With the sure. way this team ended and this whole season, and I'll go back to my previous point of Kofi, Io, and that whole group. Travis, you could have coached that team and been successful. Mm. I could have coached that team and been successful because the players were there. That yeah. pure raw talent was there. It was there. Yeah. The this team does not have that raw talent. Well, yes, this team did, but they couldn't put it together on the floor and they can play as a team as we've talked about yes. before. I will give you that 100%. Uh now I'll finally admit it that we weren't uh we didn't we weren't a team. We, a we team. didn't we didn't play together. Nope. So Not all year. That's why we exited in the first round Exit against Arkansas. Yep, good riddance Follow to this the girls season. Out the door. Only 169 days to get disappointed during football season again. Yay. So we cannot wait to be back in Memorial Stadium again. So we got to take a break. We ran long here in this segment, but we need to talk some local sports. Only a couple games did get squeezed in yesterday, and I'll get you set for the schedule for today. Possibly, and tomorrow possibly as well. Already some games getting postponed there as well. So we'll run through it coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. 
and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Easter egg hunts aren't just for kids. It's time for a virtual hunt to win some awesome local prizes. Go to FEMradio.com and search for the golden Easter egg. Once you find it, click on it and register to win. You can register to win as many times as you like to increase your chances of winning. Win some great prizes from local businesses like John Boo's Factory Showman Outlet, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Barlow Lock and Security, Mid-State Camper Sales. Good luck finding that golden egg and happy Easter from our team at Cromwell Media. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free Loan-A-Tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for Loan-A-Tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, Your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean... I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. And now, it's time for the top three. And just, it's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in here to the uh, start in a lineup here on 98.9 at Travis Sparks. Eric Fry here with you. And let's go away from those negative topics. And we don't have to talk about Illinois 
for a while anymore, so let's get away from that. But unfortunately, we don't have any more good news from the local sports world as a lot of games got postponed or canceled yesterday due to the wet of the fields and wet weather and uh, some of the weekend action is already being already canceled and mm-hmm. postponed as well. Let's just run down some of the uh, local sports. Uh, yesterday, one score that I did uh, find that at Litchfield, they defeated uh, Piasol 14-2-8. And in a softball, I found a couple of scores as well. Uh, it was... Um, Let's see, uh, North Clay, Clay City, they defeated Wayne City by a couple of touchdowns, 14 to nothing. And East Alton Wood River, they defeated Hillsboro, 9 to 6. And Litchfield over Greenfield Northwestern, 5 to 4. There, all the other games uh, were canceled or postponed. ALH and Altamont canceled. Uh, Newton and Mount Carmel were canceled. Uh, Dietrich and Paris canceled. Central AM and Hayworth was postponed. And uh, San Elmo, Brownstown, and Cumberland and softball was uh, canceled. And uh, Newton and Vandalia was canceled yesterday. And Topless and Paris was postponed uh, yesterday as well. And uh, the uh, slate of four uh, today uh, looks like this. Uh, that uh, two games already uh, in the NTC have been uh, canceled or postponed today. Brownstown, St. Elmo is supposed to square off against Hillsborough. That's not happening. Christ All Rock Lutheran against South Central. That's also been uh, canceled. Altamont supposed to take on Sullivan and Wizards Two Straws at Oak Valley. I just saw that Newton and CHBC are looking to reschedule, so they have been postponed. Lawrenceville is supposed to take on Flora, Villa Grove, hosting Paris, Tri-County, and Marshall. And the Apollo is supposed to happen at Taylorville, Nokomis, Carbondale, and Mohammed Seymour. Central Illinois, Tuscola, visiting Goreville, Lexington, and Clinton. South Central Conference, Staunton hosting Metro East Lutheran. And in the Lincoln Prairie, Perry, or, uh, Blue Ridge at Tri-City. And a Sarah Gordo at Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond. And a softball today, uh, that Newton and CHBC game also. Uh, this was kind of, it was flipped back and forth. It was originally supposed to be at uh, CHBC. Then it got changed to Newton. And now both games are officially off in baseball mm-hmm. and a softball. Uh, Dietrich was supposed to square off against the Topolis today. Tuscola Benton, the Kyder Eisenhower Clinton. Um, Central A&M and Sarah Gordo, Monticello, Allah, and uh, South Central and Okaw Valley have already been postponed. But uh, these games don't have to worry about being uh, postponed. They play these in gymnasiums indoors. I'm talking about eighth grade of volleyball tonight as we have a state tournament action there in Class 1A, Sigal St. Michael's. They're going to be up in Kankakee, Bishop McNamara, and uh, they'll take on a Grant Park later on this evening at 545 in the state tournament, also in Class 2A at Auburn High School, Stu Straws will be there. They'll take on Springfield, Christ Our Rock King, or Christ the King, at a 7 o'clock tonight. And in Class 3A, Topolis, they'll be in Pena at the high school to take on Morris Saragardo. And that's at 8.15, last game of the day there for Topolis there. And those winners will advance to uh, uh, next Saturday's action or Saturday's action can't remember for what it was. It was, it was next Friday or next Saturday for the uh, state tournament. Uh, but uh, games that are supposed to happen uh, tomorrow, it's topless. It was supposed to be at the Metro Classic. That has already been canceled. St. Elma or St. Anthony at Breeze Modern Day, that's already been canceled. And Yoga and Central A&M, they just canceled this morning. Uh, Altamont was supposed to take on Carlisle, North Clay, and Olney. Bismarck Henney and Carmine White County are supposed to be at Robinson. Mount Carmel hosting Fairfield. 
FEM, Casey, and Marshall were supposed to play a round robin there on Marshall, but that's already been canceled. Muhammad Seymour at Charlie Triad tomorrow. Tuscola at Benton. Warrensburg hosting Lincolnwood. Cornerstone Christian against Clinton. Macon Meridian against Decatur LSA. And St. Teresa is hosting both Oakwood and Arcola as well. South Central all Marquette at Hillsboro. Pittsfield against Piasol. Litchfield at Decatur Eisenhower. And a softball. Uh, the Altman and Topolis are supposed to be at the Fairfield tournament. That's already been postponed. And a Paris at St. Anthony. That's already been canceled. Martinsville is supposed to square off against Marshall tomorrow. All at Muhammad Seymour. FEM and Centralia in softball has already been canceled for tomorrow. Central Illinois Conference, Clinton at Hayworth. And the South Central Conference, Hillsborough against Trenton Wesleyan. And Staunton hosting Lincolnwood there in a softball. So just ran through uh, the uh, schedule. If you missed any of that, go to the website and uh, click on our local sports tab. That's where you have the uh, schedule for Friday and uh, Saturday in the way of local sports. But some of those are getting uh, postponed and canceled due to the wet fields out there from yesterday's rain and also the anticipated cold temperatures mm-hmm. on Saturday as well. Wasn't it supposed to be getting close to spring? I thought so. <sighs> Certainly not going to feel like that tomorrow. And I thought I heard on the news last night that we were supposed to have wind chills around zero on a Saturday night. Yeah. So that's something not to look forward to here in March, but uh, it is the luck of the Irish may be shining on us as next week. I think it is supposed to warm up. So, uh, But, of course, warming up, we're not ever never clear from rain, but hopefully they can uh, continue these uh, spring seasons as we go along, and we'll recap them uh, if they do happen on Monday's show. All right, let's step away, and uh, we'll be back to talk the rest of the NCAA tournament from yesterday, and we'll talk about things that are already off and running uh, today. And I believe a Big Ten uh, team is in action yes. first again, as Maryland was first up yesterday, and Michigan State already underway here in March Madness. So that's what we're talking about next coming up. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Great deals are springing up everywhere at Rule King. So come on in and save. Take $20 off Kentucky Tall Fescue Grass Seed, now only $99.99 a bag. And feed that green with Greenskeeper Secret Fertilizer for just $17.99 a 40-pound bag. Plus save $2 on Valvoline Premium Conventional Oil and various weights, now just $20.99 for a 5-quart container. Enjoy these savings and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King. America's farm and home store. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Totally changed my life. It's amazing. I don't have any cravings. You want to quit, but have found it impossible. This is the thing for you. I have absolutely no cravings. It's the darndest thing I have ever seen in my life. It's not for entertainment. It's for results. Do it. It works. Period. You've tried everything else. You need to come and try this. 
only $49.99 guaranteed. Because don't just cut down, but stop smoking. In addition, lose all the weight 100% guaranteed. With Mark Patrick Seminars, let hypnosis destroy unwanted cravings and lose the weight. That's right, seminar Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Weight loss seminars at 5.30 p.m. Stop smoking seminars at 8 p.m. Registrations 30 minutes prior to seminar. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... You go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one They're with indoors, the Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later Shohei, in the night. Shohei, 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. It's a chant that they do at, like, soccer games. Ole, 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 but you kind of were off a little bit. I was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't Uh, quite go with the beat. No. I tried, though. It really doesn't. You you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On 98-9, the game. Shohei, 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 Shohei. Eric Fry Sports Center update. The Blues will be missing their starting goaltender for the next two games. Jordan Bington received a two-game suspension from the NHL for roughing and sportsmanlike conduct yesterday. Bington was ejected from Wednesday night's game against the Wild after attacking Minnesota's Ryan Hartman after he scored in the second period. The Blues visit the Capitals today. St. Louis City SC will try to stay undefeated when they host San Jose at City Park tomorrow night. City has begun its first season in the MLS with three consecutive wins after a 2-1 victory against Portland last Saturday. St. Louis leads the Western Conference with nine points. Lonzo Ball is undergoing yet another surgery on his left knee. The Bulls announced the point guard will have his third knee procedure, and ESPN reports he could potentially miss all of the 2023-2024 season. Ball hasn't played an NBA game since January 14th, 2022, and he's had two surgeries to address what originally was a small meniscus tear and a bone bruise. Ball will undergo a cartilage transplant in his left knee and will be out indefinitely. The Bulls host the Timberwolves at the United Center tonight. The Blackhawks got a 2-1 win over the Predators in Nashville yesterday. They still are last place in the Central Division with 54 points. They visit Arizona tomorrow night. And the Chicago Bulls are adding, or Bears are adding some more weapons for Justin Fields as they sign former Packers tight end Robert Tunyon and former Panthers running back Deontay Foreman to one-year deals yesterday. Welcome back in here to the starting lineup. 98.9, Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there. 
A lot of Chicago news there. Yeah, a lot of Chicago heavy. Lonzo. Yeah. Lonzo. Mm. What a joke. Where's his dad at now? Man, yeah. Where's his dad now? That's unfortunate. We'll have more Chicago news in the podcast as well. Plus, get my reactions to uh, what the Bears have been doing this week. Robert I got, Tunyon. I got a whole week's worth of sports takes to get caught up on. So <laughs> You do. It may be a long pod. but You really do. Uh, Hey, I uh, I signed Robert Tunyon in my Madden to the Bears, and he he's turned out pretty well for me. So Robert Tunyon. Hey, he's a, a better tight end than Cole Kinnett. What Kmet. a guy. So, <sighs> Bears have that money. They're using it, but they're using it smart. Those were yeah. only one-year deals, so yeah. I, I don't mind those. Yeah, they are using it very smart. Nope. All right, Get so Zeke. <laughs> he's out there. <laughs> he's out there. Uh, maybe there's other running backs out there that you could possibly yeah. look towards besides Zeke, but – uh, it's a tournament of from a yesterday as uh, just run through it here for ESPN, how they have it down Alabama. They won easily over Texas A&M uh, Corpus Christi. So uh, number one overall seed that takes care of business Houston. It was scary there for a little yes, while. It was. I was about ready to tweet out Houston. We have a problem, but nope. They got things figured out, but uh, what it cost you. Uh, yeah, exactly. What did it cost you. Uh, Guy Sasser, Marcus Sasser, he was pulled at halftime, and he looks like he re-aggravated his groin injury yep. that he had. So that's what happens when you push people back too fast. I guess so. Yeah. And, and now they get to take on Auburn. So. Yeah, and Northern Kentucky. I mean, that's the final score, but they gave them everything they get. Oh yeah, they can handle. Yeah. Yeah. So. And remember, uh, this is a Houston team, Travis, coming off a loss in the conference tournament. Yep. So. Right. I hope you don't have. So I don't think they had the services far. of Sasser in that game either. No, they did not. Uh, number one seed at Kansas, they also took care of business and a lot easier time. They easily beat Howard, ninety-six fifty-eight. Texas, they won by twenty over Colgate. And what did I tell you about Colgate? That they shot the most threes in uh, college mm-hmm. this season, and uh, their threes weren't hitting yesterday. So. Uh, they end up losing by 20. Maybe the Illini should recruit some people from that team. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we're used to missing threes, so yeah. they'd fit right in. Yeah, they, they would fit right in. Culture. Hashtag culture. Uh, <laughs> UCLA, they easily got by UNC Asheville, 86-53. Uh, Duke, they got by Oral Roberts, 74-51. Uh, late night, Penn State, they throttled Texas A&M, 76 to 59. Uh, San Diego State, uh, they escaped with a win over Charleston. Charleston actually was yeah, gave them everything that yep. they could have for sure and almost pulled off the upset. Louisiana, they almost pulled off the upset, uh, but Texas ended up winning by three. I think they did have a late three in that one to get to a three-point uh, deficit. So uh, it was kind of tight in the second half. Louisiana outscored them 38 or 36-28 in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri, they got it done against uh, Utah State, 76-65. That game was uh, tight until a run by the Tigers kind of sealed it. Things got started with uh, Maryland. This was a up-and-down game yep. as West Virginia came out hot. Maryland came back, and then West Virginia took control early in the second half, and then Maryland came back, and they ended up winning and holding on by two. So Maryland moving on. Yep. Auburn over Iowa, 83-75, and it was tight for a little bit. Auburn went on a run to put the game on a reach, mm-hmm. and it was Northwestern picking up the win against Boise State, 75 to. Uh, 67 there 
And uh, two of the biggest things yesterday, two of the biggest upsets was Princeton, the 15 seed, over Arizona, 59 to 55, busting some brackets yep. and pulling off the upset against the two seed. How about that? Uh, that one, I, I, as I said earlier when we were talking about the Illini, Arizona picked the wrong time to have their worst game of the year. Mm, yeah. That's all That's all it was. Yeah. You play that game, Travis, nine times out of ten, I bet Arizona wins nine of them. But this is March. This is March, and this is that one. <laughs> and anything can happen. Anything can happen. And I said on my scouting report for Princeton that the coach that they have yep. is tied to every tournament appearance that Princeton's had, including uh, Princeton, a uh, team that he was on, uh, mm-hmm. picked up some wins in the NCAA he's in tournament. That fa- he's the famous photo from that game. Yeah. That 96 game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And uh, then the other big upset yesterday, and it was what we all wanted. It wasn't quite a uh, double zero buzzer beater, but it's pretty close. Forum beat of Virginia, so the 13 taking down the four. And what is Virginia doing there at the end of the game? <laughs> oh, man. That was nuts, but that was one thing that you love about March is a guy stepping up and yep. making the game-winning three like yep. that to pull off the upset. Virginia in March. <laughs> yeah. It's either go home first round or win the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. The last five years. I yeah. think I, I think I saw that. They either go out in the first round or they're going to win the championship. So mm-hmm. this year, obviously, it was just to go out in the first round kind of year. Oh, man. Losing by one, so they're bounced, so maybe that busted some people's brackets, but definitely the Arizona one did for Well, sure. one person whose bracket did not get busted, Travis, and I saw this. I don't know the gentleman's name, and I don't know him by, you know, I have no idea who he is. But he actually has uh, Form- Furman and Princeton in the Elite Eight. Wow. He has that as a matchup in his Elite Eight. So, if it happens, that guy wow. is a soothsayer. He He's has Princeton genius. in the Final Four. <laughs> So wow, he's a genius. I, I kind of want it to happen now. I mean, if I can't win, I I would rather have someone who who made a crazy prediction like that be right. Man, that is nuts. His his other a final fifteen seed. Of, his, uh, yes, his other final four. In case you were wondering, Princeton versus Duke and Xavier versus Arizona State. Arizona State. Yep, Arizona State versus VCU. He has in the West. Oh my god. So. Wow. He's just uh, Duke versus Vermont and Miami Xavier. That's that's the Elite Eight. Wow. So I kind of want it to happen. He also has Montana State going through uh, in this this first round. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're already off and running with March Madness today. Michigan State's got their early lead over USC in the first half. Xavier and Kennesaw State just got underway. Xavier's got the early seven point lead. Oh, make it. Uh, make it four now. They just made a yep. three. Uh, and, uh, Baylor coming up here in a little bit against UNC Santa Barbara or UC Santa Barbara. VCU taking on St. Mary's. Vermont at Mar- or against Marquette at 145. Pitt at uh, Iowa State at uh, 210. 3 o'clock at NC State against Creighton, 330. Iona against UConn at 550. Fairleigh Dickerson against Purdue and Fairleigh Dickerson, ready. Hey, yep. I discounted them. You I did. didn't even talk about them. You did. Really. They shouldn't even be here. And they are, and they want Purdue, and they're going to get them. Uh, so this brings up my, my one question, Travis, I'd love to ask. Uh, hopefully we'll have it answered by Monday. Maybe not. First one seed to go down. Who's it going to be? Well, everyone's kind of predicting Purdue, so. I'll go Houston. I was going to say, Just the his, Houston's the, right there. The injury makes me concerned. Yeah. Um, but I would love Purdue. 
it would be a Big Ten thing to happen. Now, yesterday, the Big Ten won all their games except for two. Iowa and Illinois both lost, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe the big yeah. maybe the Big Ten can turn it around this year. We're in the same boat with Fran McCaffrey. There you go, the guy you love. Yeah, that's kind of a, a bad game for Illinois fans. Fran McCaffrey and Bruce Pearl in the game. Yeah, who are you so, rooting for in that one? Exactly. But, but he, here's the thing, Travis. I mean, I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, empty seats there in Iowa that Illinois student base can now use. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> Definitely. It so. really benefited. And what is how funny is it that Illinois was sent to Des Moines? I know. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that is funny. Uh, Providence is scoring off with the Kentucky at six ten, six twenty five. Drake against Miami, six thirty five. Grand Canyon and Gonzaga, eight twenty. FAU against Memphis, eight forty. Montana State, Kansas State, eight fifty five. Kent State and Indiana, and then the last game of the day here on a Friday is Arizona State squaring off against TCU close out the first round and i did want to mention uh i should have mentioned this at the beginning because of the alani losing we will have st louis cardinal baseball saturday and sunday right here on 98.9 the game 11:55 tomorrow and noon on sunday Ooh, very good uh forum will take on a san diego state on saturday at 11:10. a duke in tennessee at 140 arkansas kansas at 415 princeton and mizzou hey go princeton in that one i didn't realize that they were Taking on Mizzou in the next round. Yep. Uh, six fifty or six ten Auburn Houston, uh, six forty five Penn State against Texas and a Northwestern and UCLA at seven forty and eight forty Maryland against Alabama to close out Saturday. And we obviously don't know the Sunday matchups because we got to get through today. So uh, enjoy another uh, day filled with basketball. All right, we don't have a lot of time to close out the show, but let's talk as many national sports as we can get to. NBA, NHL, World Baseball Classic. Can't get to them all, but we'll get to see how many do we do get to coming up. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff, Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Topless State Bank and Topless Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now... The starting lineup. Hello. 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 Welcome in. Welcome back to the starting lineup. 98.9 The Game. Hey, Travis, the Olympics are over and done with, so maybe we need to get rid of this uh, music bed. On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to this St. Patrick's Day edition of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for just a, a smidge of it uh, longer. But uh, let's uh, skip right into uh, the uh, NBA uh, from uh, last night and get a set of four of the weekend in uh, the association. Again, another off night for Jokic. One assist shy from a triple-double. Oh, bad night. 30 points, 10 rebounds. But the Nuggets did get the win over the Pistons by 19, 119 to 100. Kings, after a buzzer-beater win the other night against uh, the Bulls, beat the Nets 101-96. So they didn't need a buzzer this time around. But Sabonis goes for 24 and 21 boards to lead the way for Sacramento. Raptors 128-111 over the uh, Thunder uh, Siakam, a couple assists shy from a triple-double. Uh, the Pacers got the win over the Bucks, 139-123. to So have a night, Indiana, beating Milwaukee there. Uh, T.J. McConnell, 19 points, 12 assists, one of the top performers for the Pacers. And uh, the Suns, one by three over the Magic, 116-113 there last night. And that was it. Kind of light schedule. Uh, for the NBA, mm-hmm. as it does kind of seem that they know what's up. They they know that the world is concentrating yep. on college basketball. Yep. And I guess they really don't have any place to put them on ESPN because nope. they got the women's, women's tournament going on well, and everywhere today. else. Oh, gotcha. That's why none of these games yep. are kind of yep. uh, nationally televised. Today's the opening day of the girls' tournament, so right. Okay. Um, they'll be first rounds today and tomorrow, second round Sunday, Monday. So yeah. Which I never quite understood, but I don't know how else you do it to not compete with each other. But right, exactly. Uh, tonight you got 76ers, Hornets, Warriors going up against the Hawks, T Wolves at the Bulls, Cavs hosting the Wizards, uh, Grizzlies, Spurs. As I mentioned yesterday, I think in Sports Center that I cleaned up on the pod that uh, John Moran was suspended for eight games or whatever, but he's already got time served. So uh, the six games that he missed already. Uh, already counted towards that suspension, so he's only going to miss a couple more games. So he should be back on Monday, I think. Should, yeah. Uh, Celtics, Blazers, Mavs, and Lakers tonight as well. Game's going on uh, tomorrow, and Nuggets are in New York to take on the Knicks. 76ers are in Indiana to take on the Pacers. Bulls hosting the Heat. Warriors add Grizzlies, so we get that matchup again, but it's only going to be on NBA TV. Celtics-Jazz also is a pretty good matchup. Uh, Sunday, any intriguing matchups here? Uh, Raptors, Bucks, maybe. Mm, not really. Not really anything happening on Sunday in the NBA, really, that you need to worry about. So nope. we just won't. Nope. So, uh, World of Baseball Classic, if that continues, that continues tonight as Puerto Rico matching up with uh, Mexico. And that's at 6 o'clock there in uh, Miami. And then tomorrow, USA in the quarterfinals against Venezuela at 6 o'clock, also in Miami. Uh, the winner of Me- Puerto Rico, Mexico, will take on Japan on Monday. And uh, then the winner of USA and Venezuela will actually play on Sunday against Cuba there in Miami. So short little turnaround for either USA or Venezuela there. And uh Came out yeah last night that uh, Dominican Republic when they celebrated Edwin Diaz, he's out for the season. Oh, hilarious! Wow, out for the done oh, for the hilarious. year. Hilarious. We said this was gonna happen eventually, Travis. It's the worst case scenario. Uh huh. Mm. 
man. If you're a, if you're a fan of uh, the Mets, boy, what an awful offseason. Yeah. You didn't get the guy you wanted due to uh, uh, physical issues. Then you spent all the money everywhere else. And you lost the Grum. I know you got Verlander, but. Yeah. And now you lost your closer. Yeah, for And the year. trumpets. Yeah. No trumpets for a year for the Mets. Mm-hmm. That'll actually, that. that'll actually be kind of nice. Yeah, I won't hate true. that <laughs> at all. So that's what's happened in the World Baseball Classic this weekend. Mm. But that's it. USA advanced? Well, they're against Venezuela tomorrow. Okay. It's going to be right. tough. I love Venezuela. But, I know you do. But yeah. i got to go with USA here. Hopefully they get it done. By the way, Travis, in case you were wondering, I mentioned that the girls' tournament kicks off today. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Carolina, undefeated. In action today against Norfolk State. Norfolk State, South Carolina favored by 49 and a half. Oh my Are you gosh. taking that? You're taking that <laughs> 49 and a half against the wow. 26 and 6 Norfolk State team? That's wow. a big number. That's a That's huge, huge number. Oh my god. 50 goodness. points? That's crazy. Wow. Gonna have a little entertainment on that one, Travis? Maybe. May have to look at that now. Wow. Well, the that game is... starts at 1, so. That is nuts. <laughs> I saw that just looking at what games were going on on the girls' side today, and 49 and a half is ridiculous. <laughs> That's a lot of points. That, I, I know they're know. undefeated on the year. but I know. <laughs> they're that, good. That, the best team in college basketball, but I don't know. I mean, they're who I have to win the whole thing. Yeah. I am going undefeated. But they've scored – hold on. I'm looking at their schedule right now. I want to see how many times 101 – uh, 102, 94, 95, 96. All right, they they put up quite a lot of points, Travis. I I think I may have to go with that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to look. I don't know. Fifty points is a lot. That's, You're gonna have to score eighty to ninety points. Yeah, just to to have a chance. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're winning by fifty and only scoring seventy five points. Right. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. It is co- it is girls college basketball. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So. Man, I was just looking up quickly. Uh, the NHL. Speaking of putting up points, Panthers put up the goals. They got seven in the first period. Oh. And they, they end up playing? being the Canadians. Did they show up? Montreal. Yeah. Did they have a goalie in that? Obviously not. <laughs> That's rough. And they end up scoring nine in the game. Oh. Well, yeah. You took everyone out after that first period. Oh, Guys, take gosh. a break. Wow. That is uh, crazy, and uh, one guy, oh, no, it was Jake Allen who gave up six goals. Aww. Uh Former blue. Unfortunate. And then the backup came in and lit up three of his own. So six goals, Jake Allen. Uh hate to see that. I didn't even realize that he was the goaltender, but that looks like that'll do it here for the uh, startup lineup here on Trustful Radio. Coming up in uh, the uh, pod, we're going to talk more. Uh, Eric's got stuff to say about what the Bears yes. have done this yes. uh, past week and the signings that they have. He's got some sports takes that he wants to unleash in the pod, as well as some NASCAR pick as NASCAR well. NASCAR pick and NASCAR news. Uh, I'll get everyone caught up on. NASCAR news. Alright, so uh, we'll get to that in uh, the uh, pod and we'll be back for you on a Monday to talk all about the NCAA tournament. What will land on the top three moments in this sports weekend? Will we have some buzzer beaters? Hopefully so. And we'll be back on Monday to do it all and recap it all. Up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry. Enjoy and enjoy Cardinals baseball here on 98.9 of the game. 
tomorrow and a Sunday as well. So we'll talk to you on Monday. Peace. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. to the podcast of the starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Still got uh, things to uh, talk about, a NASCAR news and a notes. Eric's got a few days worth of sports takes to unleash. Talking about the uh, Bears' last moves that they've made in a free agency. And uh, we also got our NASCAR Pick'em game yep. as well coming yep. up here in the pod. But is there anything from SportsCenter that you wanted yeah, to clean up? let's get into it, Travis. I mentioned on... Uh Monday, not quite knowing what the Colts were doing, we now have an idea. As the Colts made a change to their quarterback room on Thursday, they signed Garner Minshew. Really? There's your QB1 right there, Indy. Garner Minshew. Hmm. Garner Mania coming to Indy. <laughs> Minshew Mania or whatever yep. it was. Yep. Wow. Oh, Get ready for Travis, it. Travis, I'm telling you. <laughs> Reunites with their coach, who was the offensive coordinator the past two seasons with the Eagles, with Minshew. So, Travis, I'm saying this jokingly. All these reuniting with coaches. I know. I don't get it. Another person reuniting is the Eagles. They're reuniting with Darius Slay as he's agreed to a three-year, $42 million contract extension. So, there's that. Um, let's see. Oh, Michael Jordan is preparing to sell the Charlotte Hornets. ESPN is reporting that Jordan oh, is engaged in that. serious talks to sell a majority stake in the franchise to a group led by Hornets minority owner and Atlanta Hawks minority owner. The report also states that, quote, no deal is imminent. And if the sale is complete, Jordan would still t- keep a minority stake in the team. MJ took over as a majority owner of the franchise when he bought the previous name Charlotte Bobcats in 2010 for $276 million. Mm. So... There's that. And Jay possibly not being an owner. Well, yeah. I mean, he's failed enough times. So <laughs> might as well get out of it. And that's all I got for uh, Sports Center. I got. Hmm. Yep. Saw uh, here on the side of ESPN, Marcus Mariota agreed to a one-year deal with the Eagles. Hmm. All right. I guess you want to be a backup. <laughs> he's ring chasing, Travis. I guess. Ring chasing. I don't know. Hopefully. I guess he's banking on hurts. Getting hurt. Ah, I guess. Hurts, hurts. I mean, he's gotten hurt quite a few times in his NFL career, so. Uh, yeah, there was that one. Uh, the Bengals just signed a give the most money to an offensive lineman. Well, uh, another offensive lineman for the Bengals, they're asking for a trade. Jonah Williams. Mm. He wants out. Mm. So, you bring in Orlando Brown Jr., and yep. I guess, well. I want to leave. Yep. I guess we can't compete for jobs anymore nope. or nope. move people around anymore. And it's that college mentality coming up to the pros. Yes. I don't know. That's uh, all I saw. Yep. All I saw in there. Um, I want to recap a couple things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bears, Travis. Yeah. Spending some money. They are. I like it. Yeah. I think they've been very smart with their spending. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely have. I I, I think I still w- I still would want to get a running back. 
Yeah. I, I joked to Zeke during the show. I think uh, uh, trading for uh, uh, Eckler yeah. would be the be smarter huge. move. Yeah, that would be huge. Uh, but I And I liked seeing uh, the other night uh, Fields and Mooney and Moore and there's one more guy with him, and I can't remember who it was, all at the uh, Bulls game. Just chilling together, the four of them, in a, in a box together. So already starting to develop that chemistry right there, mm. which I think is a good I thing. Think I saw the same photo they were talking about, but mm, I don't know who the other guy I was. I can't remember who the other guy was either. So my apologies, other guy. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> my apologies, other guy. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's really the only things I. Oh, and uh, uh, of course, we are still waiting on the official word on the Aaron Rodgers drama. So. Thought we were going to have that all resolved. No. We know his intentions. Well, yeah, I was going to say. But nothing's official yet. No, nothing's official, but he says he, he intends to, to play for the Jets. He so. wants to be a Jet, but the Packers still have to agree whatever the Jets offer. Yeah. So I'm ready to be over it. And I can't wait till him and Odell reunite or unite for the first time. I know. Part of his list of demands for the Jets. And again, it wasn't really a list of demands. He said that, you know, of course everyone wants to play with with Odell. So yeah. I saw it was on the McAfee show, Travis. They must have patched things up. It was, yeah. Must it have. was uh, electric. Like 400,000 people were tuned in when he was joining the show. Oh, by golly, that's a... Uh, One of the biggest shows they've ever done. That doesn't surprise me. That's why he hasn't talked to him for so long. And uh, at first, I uh, I thought that they were trolling because I tuned in right when he was supposed to be on, and uh-huh. it was just Rogers from a past appearance talking about why soccer was the greatest game in the world. Oh. And I was like, oh, is this what it is? Is this what uh, the, the McAfee show the best of? <laughs> but no, they they must have just been buying time for him to get gotcha. ready. So. It was electric. It was electric, according to Travis. I, lo- I loved it when he sent to uh, Schefter uh, after he got done with the uh-huh. darkness retreat. Did you see that? No. Schefter actually tweeted it out that it was legit of what uh, Rogers sent to him. He said, lose my number. Nice try, though. That's what Rogers sent to <sighs> Schefter. Lose my number. I can't wait till he retires. <laughs> Not Schefter. Right. few years. No, more years. no, one. Be mediocre. The Bears fans can stop dealing with him because he's not in your division anymore. Yeah, but he's still like in the NFL. That's that's the problem. Yeah, and there's still people like Pat McAfee who will keep giving him the time of day anytime he calls. So, and us now too. Darn it, Travis, I'm part of the problem. I said that we weren't going to talk about him anymore. Part of the problem. All right. Moving Let's, on. I Move. just want to see if the Bears have the Jets on the opponents. Oh, probably. <laughs> At Soldier Field. Uh, I want just like a complete list. I don't want to go through all these pictures. Well, pictures make the world go round, Travis. I know. Mm. Well, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. That's a, that's a teaser. We'll earmark that for another day. Earmark it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Found out something that made me upset, Travis, that I did not know. So I was getting hyped for EA Sports golf game returning. 
Mm-hmm. It got delayed. Its original start date, or its original come out date, was supposed to be this week. Got delayed to the beginning of April. I was still okay with it, and then I realized that Tiger has an exclusive 2K license. He will not be in that game. Ooh, wow. That's a buzzkill for me. Yeah, I didn't know that it was an exclusive Yeah, deal. it's exclusive. Tiger Woods is not going to be in the EA Sports uh, golf game. He tweeted out, the only way you can play as me is by buying 2K. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Not a fan. It was Claypool that was at the game. Oh, is that who there you said? go. Yep, yep. Yep. Got that cleaned up. I know. It was going to drive you nuts. That was going to bug me, uh, <laughs> for sure. All right. So, but yeah, very upset that you're not getting right. You're not getting Tiger yeah. in that game. In fact, the uh, let me see here. The players Still you can play out. as are Scotty Scheffler, mm-hmm. Cam Champ, Xander Shoffley, mm-hmm. M, Nelly Corda, mm-hmm. Lexi Thompson, Jordan Spieth, Tony Finau, and Hideki Matsuyama. That's it. Eight golfers. Yeah. Not a fan. No. So. I, I remember EA Sports not really having a lot of playable playable players. but Yeah. Tiger Woods tweeted out, The only way to play as me and my friends is in PGA Tour 2K23. Available now. Hashtag Team 2K. Yeah. Still haven't got the new one. I haven't either. But, yeah, very disappointed. Probably not getting either of these because the EA has the courses I want to play and the Masters and all the events, but 2K's got the guys I want to play. So I I would rather just not do any of them. Yeah. I'd rather the weather just cooperate and just go golf. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I want. uh, That would be nice. All right. To get on the course again. Are you ready to move on to NASCAR? Yeah, get to NASCAR. Okay. So I mentioned, Travis, at the end of my last show, previously on the starting lineup, uh, Eric Fry, that's me, said uh, about Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain on the last lap of that race in Phoenix. Yeah. And how Denny's podcast had not come out yet. Mm-hmm. So on my way home that Monday, Denny's podcast came out. Yeah. I listened to it. Mm-hmm. What did he have to say? He said, basically, it was the final restart, and I was on old tires, and a bunch of guys got uh, underneath me, and I knew I was heading to the back. So I looked to my outside, saw Ross Chastain was there, and said, he's coming to the back with me. (laughs) And so he straight up said, yes, I took him out. And then he said on the back stretch, he was trying to hit him some more, and said, he is the toughest guy to spin out when he knows you're trying to get him. So he said this on his podcast. Mm -hmm. NASCAR responded. By fining him $50,000 and docking him 25 points because of the altercation. Mm -hmm. They did say, however, that they love that Denny has a podcast (laughs) as it's a great way to interact with his fans. However, the nature of what he said, they're going to penalize him for it. Mm. But Travis, that is not the big penalty news that came out of the weekend in Phoenix. Friday morning, uh, last Friday. The Hendrick Motorsports cars had parts of their car taken off because they did not meet special yeah. measurements. Mm-hmm. And you are have been told by NASCAR not to touch these parts. Yeah. So, what ended up happening is they got fined. And they got a huge penalty, Travis. All, 
of the Hendrick cars lost 100 team and driver points. Wow. For reference, you can get, if you win both stages and finish in first, you get 50 points. Mm-hmm. So they lost 100 points. That's basically two whole races worth of points. The crew chiefs for each team was suspended for four races. And they were fined $100,000. Wow. It's one of the biggest penalties in NASCAR history. And so that means Alex Bowman, he will, uh, you know, guys like that, they're going to have makeup crew chiefs for the next four races um, because of because of that. Um, so NASCAR's trying to make it a point and make it an emphasis of, you're not going to touch these cars. You're not going to mess with them. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's huge. Now, um, I was trying to find the great thing about this is uh, with this penalty is I think it's Alex Bowman. One, uh, or no, it was Justin Haley who, who drives for college racing, but he also got the same penalty as well. Because mm-hmm. his measurements were incorrect. He now has negative points, Travis. Negative points? He's negative points. Didn't even know that could happen. I uh, Apparently it can. Because he didn't earn enough points thus far this season. And then he got hit with a 100-point penalty. So he has negative points. Which, uh, again, did not know it was a thing. Um, but I find it very funny. It makes me laugh really hard. Uh this is how big of a point difference it is. If you want to know, all right, William Byron, Travis, mm-hmm. won the last two races, leading the points. Yep. This penalty comes out. He goes from leading the points to 29th in wow. points. That's how that's, big of a penalty it is. Yeah, that's huge to put it's that in huge, perspective. Wow. Huge penalty. Yeah, Justin Haley has less points than Travis Pastrana and Jimmy Johnson now. They've only raced one race each. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson has 10 points on the season. Justin Haley has minus 40. Wow. That is, that's a huge penalty. Mm-hmm. So just putting it in perspective for you. Uh, there's also been wow. people in the NASCAR community, and I've been arguing this for a while, and I want to click on the uh, article to see see the whole thing here before I make any um, any assumptions about what this article is about but uh basically they are saying that uh you know we don't know what's going to happen with the chicago street course travis because we don't know about the flow of traffic traffic could be an issue um don't say right (laughs) i i thought it was like setting up a street course on an actual road yeah this is according this to Adam. Caused some issues. Adam Stern on Twitter uh, said that uh, Chicago's upcoming NASCAR race raising a new, and this is from Fox 32 in Chicago. Uh, there's new concerns Thursday over Chicago's upcoming NASCAR race. Less than four months away, there's still a lot of unanswered questions heading into the first of its kind street race, including what street closure will take place, when, and for how long. Boy. I think you'd want to know those, get those nailed down pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know if it's NASCAR. I don't know if it's um, the city. I don't know. Um, 
Hmm. The race itself is only a two-day event. Setup and teardown could take up to two weeks, Travis. Two weeks. Wow. This will impact across access to the park, Grant Park, because this is around where the race is, as well as the Shed Aquarium. The Shed Aquarium, Travis, projects it could lose 2 to $3 million during the event if access to its campus is cut off. Wow. So, yeah. This may not... Uh, may not be that good and Man. uh this station in chicago reached out to the mayor's office but uh they did not get back because they have more important things like we just lost the election so <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they kind of really don't care anymore i don't all think right um all right uh, another thing from uh from nascar that i saw that i wanted to to comment on uh where is it Sorry, I bookmarked a bunch of things that I saw while I was out, and now I'm trying to scroll back through them to mm-hmm. to find them. Um, oh, you'll you'll like this, Travis. Have you ever seen the movie Ricky Bobby? Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Yes, I have. Well, Travis, you can own the Ricky Bobby house. It is for sale in the Charlotte area. Really? Nine point nine million, and it's yours. Hmm. So if you just <laughs> can't get right enough of Talladega Nights, you can now live in Ricky Bobby's house. Awesome. And probably mimic every scene from that movie. I, I could definitely do that. Yeah. 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 So if you ever wanted to live in Ricky Ricky Bobby's house, wow. um, they have, uh, let's see here, it's 12,000 square foot. Um, they've made some renovations since 2018, so it's not the same, but um, mm. several of the rooms in the film, um, the stone fireplace behind Farrell as he gave his Baby Jesus Prayer is yep. one of the few spots left untouched by the recent remodel. So that is still there. Um, uh, it's remodeled. One-of-a-kind chandeliers. Columns decorated with gold leaf, Travis. Hmm. So uh, it's 12,000 square feet, six bedrooms, six bathrooms, and three S- half bathrooms. What am I going to do with six bedrooms? <laughs> it has three floors and an elevator. The owner's suite and second primary bedroom each have a sauna-style shower and access to the upper deck. The entertainment room has a built-in sunken couch and a projector screen. Mm-hmm. Bonus, there's a new prayer room with a pulpit, two pews, and a space for communion. Is part of the more extensive interior additions made on the home's third floor. There's also a newly added panic room with a separate phone line that is sealed with a steel vault door. So, there you go. Panic room. Get ready for whatever's coming with your panic room in Ricky Bobby's house. Nothing says Rick Talladega Nights like a prayer room. Right. Prayer room right next to your panic room. So if prayers don't work, you can just go to the panic room and be okay. Uh, (laughs) The one last NASCAR thing I wanted to get to before we go to um, Pick'em, Travis, has to do with Mr. Kevin Harvick. Um, Yeah. As we know, Kevin Harvick, in his final year, Mm -hmm. did you see this announcement he made yesterday? No, I did not. So Kevin Harvick... Um, is going to be changing his number for one race. This is for the all-star race coming up at North Wilkesboro. As he, and I'm, I'm going to pull up a picture so you can see this. He is going to be racing the 29, and it's the white and red car from where he got his first win in Atlanta. And Bush Beer, who is his sponsor, is throwing it back to 012 with with the logos will be from 2001, the writings from 2001. So it's a really cool gesture. Kevin Harvick said he wanted the 29 to be part of his final season somehow because of everything he did in that car. You know, that was three races after Earnhardt died, and he got in that car and won. 
And so it's really, it's a sentimental moment. And then he's like, you know, the last time we were at North Worksboro as a race for a cup series, Dale was there. So the fact yeah. that he gets to connect it back and Richard Childress, who we drove for at that time, gave him the blessing of having the 29 said he doesn't, you know, it, it's all good. Right. So I think that's really cool. And in fact, the community, the NASCAR community came out so much that they crashed the Stuart Haas Motorsports uh, store when merchandise was made available for this car. Yeah. So uh, pretty cool. I, I think it's a really cool gesture. Yeah, definitely. Anytime you get thrown to a nostalgia, people jump on it. Clearly they have. And yeah, I mean, he was just so synonymous with 29. For the longest time. So, yeah. yeah. Just so uh, nice that they're going to let him do that yep. for at least one race in his final year. Yep. To go back to 29. Yep. So, Travis, time now for our pick em. Yes. And uh, I said last week I need a win. I need You a need win. a win. You need a win. In the worst way. We're in Atlanta. We are. Hot Atlanta. Don't really know what to expect out of this race. Um, listening to some of the experts over the week, they don't really know what to expect for this race. Um, it's only the third time we've been back since they did the reconfiguration and kind of made it a mini Daytona is what they're, you know, with the pack racing and stuff like that. Um, they don't know if it's going to, if the track is finally starting to wear out to where, you know, tire could be an issue or anything like that, or if it's just going to be straight pack racing and everyone just foot on the gas the whole time. And yeah, so we don't really know what to expect. So, uh, also the craziness i saw a picture of it earlier in the week of the where the pit pit road yeah starts, and turn three turn three i remember you yeah. saying that and then i saw a picture of it like, yeah. like wow well and they have to go pit road speed limit pit road from speed, there yeah. all the way and the reason why is because if they're going to be racing in the big packs they don't want people ducking off of the last corner because it'd probably cause a big accident yeah. i understand why they're doing it i just hate that they have to do it yeah, right. But it's a safety issue more yeah. than anything. So I get it. But Yeah, that was crazy. So, Travis, as you said, you need a win. I need it. You're down 5 nothing. Yep. I will pick first since I am uh, ahead, and I'm going to go with Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy is someone who I probably won't pick anywhere else this year, but he ran good in Atlanta last year, almost won the thing until Chase Elliott spun him out. So I'm I'm going with Corey LaJoy. This is one of the tracks where the smaller teams can kind of play with the big dogs, and you know Corey's team kind of gives him the reins of, all right, you can go race as opposed to save the equipment. Um, so I, I'm going to pick Corey LaJoy in this one. Corey LaJoy, that's who you're going with. That's who I'm going with. All right, I left you a lot um, of big names out there. I know there there's a lot of a lot of big names. Yep. Uh, do I go with the one guy that was running great last week but didn't get the win? And I mean, if there's anyone that I need a win from or mm-hmm. that I need a good finish from, I can most likely count on this guy. Or do I just ride the hot hand? Or I don't need him to win his third win in a row. I just need him to finish above you. Yep. To finish above LaJoy. But a win would help you. A, a win, win would tie would you up. Yeah. A win would help. But so. we are four races into a 36-race season. Yeah. So there's still lots of time still, for me to mess still up. Still a lot of time. Yeah. Sure. I haven't checked on – I'll have to check after the show about – I want to make some uh, entertainment on this. But uh, 
this is what I was going with from my research is that he won the race last year and he pretty much dominated the race last year. That was William Byron. Yep. Yep. He's the hot, he's the hot guy. So now does him not having his crew chief make you a little nervous? No, no, it shouldn't at this track. Uh, fuel shouldn't be an issue. Strategy shouldn't be an issue. So I, I, I don't think you're concerned this week about, uh, him not having his crew chief. So, we know those Hendrick cars are fast. We know the Chevys have been fast at the beginning of the season. So, I I I think that that is definitely a winner's pick. Go for three in a row. He's, he's going for it. Travis is going, going all in. For it. I'm going for it. All righty. I need something to you go need, my way. You need, you need a win. <laughs> in the worst way. In the worst way. All righty. <laughs> so, I got Corey LaJoy. Travis has Willie B. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see what happens. So. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. There you go. All right. That's all I got. Well, there you go. All right. So that's all I got as well. So I think that spells the end for this show, this St. Patrick's Day edition of the starting lineup. So we're going to get out of here, and we'll be back on a Monday to recap the weekend. We'll recap the uh, NASCAR race and the Pick'em, as well as the NCAA tournament as well. So have fun watching basketball the next few days. We don't have to worry about any pressure on us, Illini fans. We just sit back and watch yep. watch the madness happen, and especially if you had Arizona winning the whole thing. But yep. uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks for listening, and thanks for downloading. Peace out. <laughs>